Welcome to The Girls' Room. I'm your host, Marissa Quintalmo. The Girls' Room is a safe space where we talk about all things uncomfortable, challenging, and oftentimes gross that come along with womanhood. Tune in every week for a new glamorous episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Girls' Room. What the fuck is up? How is everybody? How are we doing today? How's school? How's work? How's our social life? How's our mental health? How's our physical health? And seriously, like, feel free to let me know. Like, DM me. Send me a message. Like, I love to hear from you guys and I love to hear that you guys are doing well and even when you're not doing well I love to hear all of it and have conversations with you guys so yeah just a reminder that I really fucking care like what I'm asking like how are you so what's up guys happy Wednesday wiggity wackity welcome back Wednesday <laughs> um we are just sticking with Wednesdays this month because you know what that's what's fucking working for me so the theme for this month is Marissa tries posting episodes every Wednesday because Mondays just aren't fucking working for me right now, and that's cool. So, yeah, what's up, guys? Welcome back. I'm really excited to be back today and to record and to continue fucking growing with you guys and going through this life journey and, you know, taking you guys along for the fucking ride. So, before we get into the Apple... The Apple X... (laughs) Okay, you know what's really frustrating is that... The way that I prepare for episodes, I talk about this literally every single fucking episode, but the way that I prepare is not by like writing notes or making a script or anything because when I do that, I get so hyper-focused on everything that I'm supposed to say and if I miss one thing, like I feel like I need to redo the entire episode and I freak out over it and then I feel like it's not right, it's not complete and like the whole flow is fucked and so I decided that that does not fucking work for me. I make a few ideas of things that I want to mention that I want to talk about and I kind of take the conversation from there but the way that I really prepare for an episode is that I practice it out loud before I actually like set up the recording stuff like my microphone the headphones the app that I use and everything and I just say it out loud to myself like wherever I am if I'm in the car if I'm outside if I am just laying in my room like I will just speak it into existence and every time I do that it goes so well And I think that's because I know there's no pressure. I know there's nothing that I need to worry about. There's no need for like second retakes or mess ups or anything. And the reason that I do that is because I need to like practice using my voice because when I come on here and I talk, sometimes I really fumble my words. I stutter a lot. I have like a lot of fucking saliva in my mouth, honestly, because I know that everybody was really curious about that. So I need to just like get my voice like working and like moving and practice saying fucking words. You would think that I'm preparing for like a show at like MetLife Stadium or something. No, what's the big thing? Madison Square Garden. Like you would think that I'm like fucking like Shawn Mendes getting ready to perform like a fucking show the way that I prepare in the way that I need to like practice using my voice. But it's true and I don't know. It's just really frustrating on how whenever I do it, I'm like, wow, this is the most amazing thing ever. Like, I'm so talented. I'm so amazing. And then the second that, like, I put on the headphones, I get the mic out, I hit record, it's like, it sounds like mud is just in my mouth and I just cannot say things. And, like, I don't like the way that I speak. And it's not that I'm trying to, like, exactly exact oh my god there I go again it's not like I'm trying to exactly emulate my practice round I'm not trying to do like a copy or paste or anything I know that that's not physically possible I'm just trying to fucking speak and whenever I get on here and I feel the pressure like I 
can't, I know that it's not that I can't do it. I can. And I know that, but it's just incredibly hard for me. And sometimes it takes a lot of takes and a lot of frustration. And I don't like that feeling. So if anybody out there, any other podcasters, and you honestly, you don't even have to be a podcaster, any other people out there have some tips on how I can get past this, that would be amazing. And you know what? I also think that it only happens when I'm recording by myself. I don't know why. But yeah, I'm having like a lot of pressure and a lot of struggles when I try to record by myself. And then I end up taking like 72 fucking takes. And that's just to get the intro in. Like I can't even get into the actual episode. Maybe I just need a change of scenery. I did try this morning to, no one cares about this, but I don't care. This morning, I did actually try to change up my scenery because I felt that that was one of the issues. Um, I wanted to record outside where I was like practicing this morning and I just felt really comfortable. It's like a good space for me. But all the birds, the bees, the bugs, insects, every fucking moving creature outside was popping the fuck off out there. Just making so much sound. The cars going by, I was like, this is, this is too much noise. Like, I can't do that many noises and trying to talk. Like, it was a lot and I thought that people would be distracted. So, if anybody has any other ideas, places I could try, I'm not going to rent out a studio because I don't have the fucking money. So, maybe like... Actually, I don't fucking know. So if you guys have any tips on how to get me through this, I would appreciate it so fucking much because we're growing together and we're getting better together. So anyways, what's up? What I was trying to say is before I get into the episode, I want to talk about my hot takes this week because I just have two amazing pieces of work on my mind and I can't get them out of my head. So I would love to talk about them to also put you guys on as well. First off, Sex Education Season 3, second of all, Montero the album. Both of them actually came out on the same day, which was, like, the day that all the stars and the moons and everything fucking, like, aligned. An incredible day for art. Wow. First, I'm going to start with Sex Education. I talk about this show so much on the podcast. I mention it so often because I've learned so much from this show. It is so informative, so amazing. If you haven't heard of it, you haven't seen it, whatever, it is surrounding high school students. I think the age range is from about like 16 to 18, and it's a school in the UK. It focuses on the main character, Otis, and his mom is a sex therapist, and Otis starts giving out sex advice, mental health advice, body advice to people at school with the other character, Maeve, and they call it the sex clinic, but it's really not like a clinic they just give like honest advice to people and things that teenagers are often like scared to ask about and talk about like orgasms and stis and same-sex relationships like it's just really amazing and really informative i have learned so much from this show because they really talk about every single topic possible when it comes to sex lives when it comes to mental health family lives social lives personal lives everything they really hit all of the points And it's not that they just, like, mention something. It's they mention it, they explain it, and they educate us on it. Like, the fact that I'm 24 and I'm watching the show based off of, quote-unquote, 17-year-olds. Like, they're all obviously, like, fucking 30. I have learned so much and I get so much out of it. And I just think that it's just such an amazing show. The way that it's filmed, the scenes and everything, it's so well done. Like, it's just amazing it's amazing work and all of the characters are just 
really great. There's a lot of character growth within all of them. And it's so funny also. Like I was just sitting in my room laughing out loud, like literally cackling to myself watching this show. It's just, it's really great. There's a lot of deep scenes and there's also humorous parts. And I think that that's great. Like there's a really great balance within all of it. And again, I can't stress this enough. It is so fucking informative. Like it's amazing. I absolutely love it. I think that it's great. Everybody should be watching this show. And it's really something that I wish that I had when I was younger. Because it's true. A lot of these things do happen in high school. Whether you like it or not, people like to think like, oh, high school's too young to be talking about this stuff. High school's too young to be having sex. High school's too young to be doing all of this. But the fact is, people are doing it. People are having sex in high school. People are in relationships in high school. People are exploring their own identities in high school. People are exploring sexuality. Like, you can't put an age restriction on life. Like, these things are still going to happen whether you like it or not. So, I think that it's important. It's great. It's so well done. So well put. I love it. I love it. I love it. I will vouch for it forever. Okay. And now, Montero. Fuck. This shit is so good. I'm going to, like, break down all the points here. Let's start with just little Nas X. So brilliant. So talented so fucking smart and so amazing like such a great icon and role model for not even just younger people but for people all ages like he is just changing the fucking world and changing the music industry he is just so amazing and everything that he stands for everything that he does like he is just phenomenal i think that he's so funny his pr for this the billboards the videos everything like so fucking good the whole pregnancy promotion is that the right way to say it? i guess like the promotion that he was doing was that he was pregnant and he was pregnant with his album and that there was a birthing video and he fucking hits the well in it like it was just so funny it was so great all the billboards that he has like <laughs> you're entitled to compensation visit monterotheealbum.com like shit like that like it's just so good it's so funny okay now the songs so fucking good from start to finish so many amazing features on this album meg the stallion doja cat miley cyrus elton john fucking jack harlow like it's just it's so good so okay obviously my favorite songs because you guys want to know that's what i want someone who loves me I and am i dreaming with miley cyrus I literally wake up every single morning singing that song. Granted, the album came out three days ago, but I just can't stop listening to it. It's so fucking good. And it's one of those songs that I have to listen to at least six times in order to like really feel like, okay, I've had my fix and now I can move on. It's incredible. I have been driving a lot recently, going to work, going to different locations, etc. And the only thing that I'm listening to is Montero on repeat. So I'm probably going to get sick of it soon. No, I won't. I probably won't. It's just so fucking good. But yeah, I just really want to talk about those things because they've been on my mind so much and they're so fucking good. All right. I guess now we'll talk about like what you guys actually came here for, for today's topic, for today's actual episode. Today, we're going to be talking about self-compassion. So if you don't know the theme, the theme for this month is Marissa Tries. I don't actually think I've mentioned it in this episode yet, but if you haven't listened to any of the episodes, my whole idea for Marissa Tries was to do these really spontaneous, really crazy, wild things that I would never actually do in my real life, like jump out of an airplane, go on a hike by myself, take myself out to dinner, kind of do a lot of things like alone and independently. 
and things that were very outside of my comfort zone because I thought that if I just pushed myself to do these things that my life was just going to magically get better and it would just change from that point forward. Then I realized, okay, this is unrealistic, one, and I'm just not in the place where I'm able to do all of these things. Not financially, I cannot go fucking jump out of an airplane and spend like $500. No. Mentally, physically, like I just can't do a lot of these things right now and I think that's okay. So that's when I started reeling the idea back and thinking like, okay, well, like what am I trying to get out here? And what I was really trying to get out was growth because I feel like I've been stuck in the same place for a while and that I haven't been going anywhere and that I want to be able to move forward. And yes, stepping outside of my comfort zone is also a key to that, but there's also other key factors. Like I needed to self-reflect in order to get to that point. I needed to set some boundaries in order to get to that point. I need to practice self-compassion, which we're going to be talking about today. And there's just a lot of other things that go into it besides being spontaneous and being crazy. Yes, that would be really cool and that would be awesome, but that's probably only going to change my life for about like 10 minutes and then I'm going to be on the high and be on the adrenaline and then it's going to come down and... I would probably go back to my same life. So I think that it was really important to go back to growth and why that is so important. And I feel like self-compassion really plays a part in this because I am going to make mistakes. I make mistakes all the fucking time. I have slip-ups. Some days are just not my best days. Some days are really bad mental health days where I kind of take it out on the fucking world around me. I'm mean. I'm grumpy. I'm mean to myself, mean to others around me. Some days I don't complete my beautiful morning routine that I have and that I've talked about before. And some days are just not going to be great. Some moments in my life are not going to be great. I am bound to make mistakes. And usually I harp on it. I take my anger and my frustration and I take it out of myself. And I really just need to give myself some grace. I talk about this in literally every episode saying how like, oh, I need to be kind to myself. Like I catch myself saying mean things. I'm like, oh, I need to be nice to myself. I shouldn't say things like that. I'm being really mean right now. But I never actually like sit down and dedicate myself to like, I need to make a change. I make a change for one minute in that episode when I catch myself doing something. But then I go on to my regular life and I'm still very mean to myself. I self-bully myself mentally and it's just not okay. And, you know, I do this a lot. I say it a lot of my podcast, whether you listen to one episode or all of them, you've heard me do this before. And because... This is my real life. These are my real thoughts. These are real things that I'm going through every day. And it's just, it's real. And I'm not trying to put out that I'm happy 24-7 and that things are great 24-7. I want to put out my real feelings, what's going on, and just keep it real and keep it honest. So there are in the future probably going to be times where I am negative to myself, but I really want to make it a lot less. I don't want it to be in every episode 80 fucking times. I don't want it to happen every single day. Maybe a slip up here and there, but I just don't want it to happen as often anymore because I really feel like that is holding me back from a lot and it's just really, it's not good anymore. And well, it was never actually good, but I really just am dedicating this entire month to changing and growing and I feel like that is one of the most important things that I need to do. I've realized it a lot lately, not only from podcasting, but I've been reading a lot. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, a lot of like self-help and growth things. I've been having a lot of conversations about it with my therapist and it's just something that comes up so often 
and I really feel like now's the time. I need to change it, and I just know it's not good for me, so I know that I need to change. So, yeah, we're going to work on some self-fucking-compassion, not only today, but every day moving forward, because it's not just going to change overnight. I'm not going to, like, put out this episode, and my life's going to magically be changed, and I'm going to be, like, a kind, graceful human to myself. Like, no, it's going to take a lot of work, and I'm going to have to work at it every single day, (laughs) and it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard, and I don't know. It's just not going to happen right away, so... I just want everybody to know that I don't put out these episodes and my life doesn't change in a day. Like, there's work and shit that goes on with it as well, so. I think this is one of the most important topics that I'm talking about because it's the thing that happens the most and it happens very involuntarily. It happens every day. It happens multiple times a day. Where do I want to go with this? There's so many different things that I want to talk about and I really don't even know how to put them together. I think this is just a really hard topic for me to understand because I'm very compassionate and understanding for other people. And I talked about this a bit last week, talking about how I'm very empathetic when it comes to others. But when it comes to mistakes or slip-ups or literally anything in other people's human lives, I'm like, oh, you sweet baby angel. Oh, you didn't know any better. It's okay. You're still learning. Mama loves you. It's okay. No worries. No hard feelings. And then I make a fucking mistake, whether it's the same or it has less of an impact. I'm like, you fucking idiot. Like, you are just so stupid. I go on this negative, downward, fucking rabbit hole spiral of name calling and self-destruction. And I just don't understand why I can be so kind and caring towards other people and think about their background and what could possibly have an effect on this and like why they're acting this way or why they did this mistake or whatever happened. But when I know myself the best and better than anybody else in the world, I can't stop for a damn second and think like, okay, well, I do have a lot going on in my life. It's just, you're being fucking dramatic. Like, get over yourself. You're an idiot. I think one of the really big factors is the fact that I undermine my feelings and my emotions so much. Like, I do not cut myself any slack whatsoever. If I'm feeling any sort of feeling, it's almost like I don't even trust my own feelings and emotions. I don't allow them into my life and I don't, like, take the time to feel them and understand what's going on when I'm feeling a certain way. It's just automatically negative like automatically failure automatically you're an idiot I feel like you're an idiot is honestly like my go-to and I just find it so fucking easy to say that to myself and to think all these negative things about myself it's just so much harder for me to take time and to grow and I think that I fucking discovered that a long ass time ago and like this entire month like I know how hard it is to put in the work for myself especially mentally. When it comes to physically, I can do these things to make myself physically better and like go to the gym and exercise, Pilates, like all those things I find it easy to do. But when it comes to like reworking, not even reworking, when it comes to working on myself mentally and working on my brain, like it is just so hard because I find all of these things to be so involuntary. Whereas like I can pull myself out of my bed to go on my fucking bike or go for a run. You know what I'm saying? It's just really simple for me to be negative towards myself. 
And it's just really frustrating because I give people so many chances, whether it's once, twice, 85 fucking times they do something wrong or make the same mistake or whatever. I always am like, oh, it's okay. Like you're still learning. Like, and I always say no worries or no problem, no hard feelings when there really is a problem, when there really is hard feelings, when really there, there is worries. There's a lot. And when it comes to myself, I'm like, okay, yeah, fucking worries. Yeah. Hard feelings. Like I take all of those feelings that I should be putting, not necessarily putting on other people. I should not be putting all these negative feelings onto other people, but I give so many other people in life grace and I don't allow any of that for myself. I feel like a lot of times I just find myself taking the blame because I was even thinking about when I was coming up with this episode on how like, well, treat others the way that you would like to be treated. And I thought how it should be more of, well, treat others and treat yourself the way that you would like to be treated because I felt like I was setting the tone for how other people should treat me. And then I found myself then again, taking the blame and not having self-compassion and feeling like something's my fault. And I really just feel like it's so easy for women to constantly take the blame because society has put the blame on us so often for so many different situations and so many different case scenarios where society can find any way to put the blame on you, whether it's the way that you're acting, whether it's the way that you're dressing, et cetera, et cetera. And I feel like I subconsciously have taken all of that in and I do that all the time. I find myself taking the blame for so many different things. Even how last week when I was talking about how I said to my therapist, I let other people walk all over me. And she was like, why are you taking the blame? Other people should know that they shouldn't be walking all over you either. And I found myself in that same situation when I was saying that I'm setting the tone for how other people should be treating me, but other people also need to recognize and realize they shouldn't be treating you that way. I find it so easy to take the blame for everything and and I find myself so often apologizing for every damn thing in the whole fucking world. I feel like I'm apologizing for just taking up space and I feel like that's another thing going back to society that we shrink ourselves to be so small and to not move and to not take up space and to be quiet and not raise our voices. And then when we step out of that little box that society has put us in, we then we feel the need to apologize and that we've made a mistake and that we failed. Now's the fucking hard part. Like, how do I fix this? Where do I go from here? What can I possibly do? Like I said, this is so hard for me because I feel like this is almost like an instinct, these negative thoughts. It happens so fast sometimes that I don't even realize that it's actually happening. And when I dig myself into this deep, dark hole of negative thoughts, name calling and self-destruction, I feel like I'm so deep that I can't even dig myself out at that point. I might as well just stay there because it's easier than trying to climb back up to the top. So something my therapist talked to me about is trying to understand what these feelings are telling me and what information I can gather from this. This is honestly hard. I'm not going to lie and I'm not going to try to sugarcoat it, but it's also really interesting when you're able to stop and do this and realize what information you can get and what your body's telling you. So for a really small example, I am the type of person who used to hate sleeping in. I thought it was a waste of my time. I thought that I was being useless. 
It would ruin the rest of my day because I felt like I wasted time. I didn't feel like I could do my proper morning routine anymore because my day is already wasted and basically the whole fucking day has gone to shit. So I used to be the type of person who would set an alarm for 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. every day. I wanted to be up early and to get all my shit done, be able to make the most of my day, basically. So recently I didn't set an alarm because I assumed my internal alarm clock would wake me up and I slept in until 9 a.m. and I was like wow that's really fucking weird I've never done that like I've never slept past that time that's so out of the blue for me spent the rest of the day like shit felt like shit felt like I couldn't do anything my entire day was ruined whatever the next day I set my alarm back to 7 a.m. and I snoozed it for two hours I tried again the next day Again, snoozed my alarm for two hours. I tried again the next day. Again, kept snoozing the fucking alarm. Could not get myself out of bed. Till finally the next day, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Why am I doing this? Every single day has been spent like shit. Because that's the only way I can assume the day will go. Until I sat back and thought, what the fuck is actually happening? What is this trying to tell me right now? Where I was thinking that I'm being useless, that I'm wasting time to then thinking of, okay, well, my body is clearly telling me that it needs to rest and that I need to catch up on sleep and that I was clearly exhausted. Like, why are you being so hard on yourself for something that your body absolutely needs? It needs to fucking sleep. It needs to rest. And I was never allowing myself to do that. So that's just a small example But being able to really stop myself and try to like rework my thoughts and almost like dissect it, yes, it's challenging, but it's also really beneficial and really helpful to see what my body is actually telling me and what information I'm actually getting. And most of the time, it's just that I'm uncomfortable because either I haven't done these things before, it's something new to me, it's something outside of my comfort zone, it's something that I feel like I should be better at in a sense. Another thing that I really need to stop doing as well, and it's so easy to say like, I need to stop this, I can't do that, this is bad, but it's really hard to like stop. So I'm saying this all with like a grain of salt and I know that this is going to be difficult and challenging and easier said than done. But so often I pick myself apart, all my flaws and the things that I find wrong about myself or negative about myself and I basically like put them out on a silver platter for the world to have a part of. I talked about this in, I believe, my sweating episode, Sweaty Girl Summer, how, like, I always tell people, like, I sweat all the time, like, I sweat so much so that people don't point it out for me so that they know that I'm also aware of this. So it's kind of like the saying, I want people to laugh with me rather than laugh at me, but that I don't want people to pick my flaws apart for me. I want them to know that I know. Does that make sense? But I just make it a joke so often. Like, I do it on here all the time. Like, I joke about me and my life. And, like, yeah, sometimes, like, it's fun to, like, laugh it off or giggle about mistakes. But when I am, like, tearing myself apart in the process, that's when it crosses a line. And that's when it's not cool anymore. And, yeah, I can provide some, like, laughter and humor every now and then. But I'm also tearing myself down at the same time, which is not okay. And another thing that I really, again, easier said than done, need to pay more attention to is when 
I'm writing about myself in a negative way. I'm really big on journaling. I like to text vent to my friends and I feel like I always go into it talking so negatively about myself. And, you know, once you start, it's like hard to fucking stop doing that, especially when you're on like a long rant and you're on a long journal entry. But I just always go in so negative, so blaming, so pointing fingers at me, tearing myself down. When for once I should try practicing writing about myself in a good way, like writing basically like a journal entry that is like an entire positive affirmation about myself. And that's another thing that you can try too. just practice positive affirmations, like say nice things about yourself, say it to yourself in the mirror, write it down in a book, send in a text message, scream it into the universe. I feel like the more that we practice these things and the more that we make it part of our daily routine and our daily life, the more our brain is going to remember to do that rather than talking so negative like we kind of have to like force the habit I feel like into ourselves whether that's just saying something nice about yourself or whenever you make a mistake to really stop and think like it's okay that you made a mistake like it happens you're still learning you're doing fucking life for the first time it's okay so I feel like practice makes permanent so or close to permanent practice makes more of a habit I like I don't want to set these high expectations for myself and like set these like extreme rituals or set these like extreme goals because I know that if I break them or I don't complete them then I get hard on myself as well so I that's also another thing going on top of this I need to just stop setting such high expectations for myself and setting like these rigorous timelines and goals and things like that for me that just does not work for other people people like yeah goals life setting and like shit like that but like that's not me because I know most of the time I don't achieve them and then I get very very mean to myself and that's just like another trigger so I think okay wait I think basically all I should say in this is like recognize your triggers for you being mean to yourself and try to fucking avoid them no I'm not saying that's always the case but for me right now that is I know that setting goals isn't good for me, so I'm not going to fucking do that anymore. I'm going to try to, like, rework it or reword it even to not even say goals, saying, like, I don't know, what else, what else can I call it? Like, life story? <laughs> I'm setting my life story here. I'm setting aspirations or dreams. Maybe I should say, like, dreams rather than goals. Yeah, I feel like that's, like, a cool way to say it, so we all start doing that, so... Honestly, I feel like what it really comes down to is putting in a lot of work in your brain and in your mind and whether you do that by reading or listening to things or writing, however you want to do it, I think it's just a lot about like reworking your brain and reworking your mindset, which is really challenging. And again, for the 17th time, easier said than done, but no one said this shit was going to be easy. This shit's going to be hard work and dedication But again, we're here to grow together and we're here to flourish and thrive, be amazing fucking people. So I think we can all agree here that we need to be kinder to ourselves. We need to cut ourselves some slack in ways that we can. We need to stop holding ourselves to such a high standard, to such an unattainably high standard in life. We're not going to be perfect. We're going to make mistakes. Things are going to happen. We're human, and we need to give ourselves the compassion that we so often give others. Be nice to yourself. You're the only person who's ever going to truly have your own back. 
Like you can bend over backwards, do 25 backflips, walk backwards and blindfolded and do all this shit for other people, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to do it for you. So you really have to be there for yourself. You're the one and only person that you truly have. So why are you going to spend it being negative to yourself and being unkind to yourself? Fill yourself up with love and compassion and all these kind things. Practice those self-positive affirmations. Write kind things about yourself. Speak all of these things into the world and into existence. Give ourselves some grace. Cut ourselves some slack. We're all doing this shit for the first time in our lives. Give yourself a break. Take time to relax. Take time to reset. And yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I know it wasn't so much of practicing self-compassion. It was more so learning about it. Again, thank you. I love you guys so much. Thank you for allowing me to be me. And I'm so very grateful for all of you and this platform. So have a great day. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Girls Room. Don't forget to subscribe, leave me a review, and follow me on Instagram at thegirlsroom underscore pod. See you next week for an all new episode.